<laughs> Cut the shit. The longer you take to sacrifice the fun things that don't feed your success, the longer you will starve. And you will find and attract people that are exactly at the level that you're vibrating at. What's up, you guys? This is Asia Castillo, and I'm your host of Cut the Shit. What's up, you guys, and welcome to episode 7, Closed for Maintenance. I'm so excited to be recording. I know I've been away for a while, and I know a lot of you guys are upset with me. Um, But I want to thank you for your patience. I'm really excited to get into today's episode. Um, You know that before I start my podcast episodes, I love to give a quick shout out to you guys and tell you thank you for the support that you guys have all been giving me while I've been away. I'm excited to be back and I'm ready for today's episode. One thing I do want to mention though before I get into today's episode is... Just because I'm a podcaster and just because I content create and I may seem in my podcast episodes like I give really great advice, sometimes I struggle just like everyone else and I have my waves of depression, I have moments where I feel lost, I have moments where I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do and I feel like everyone else and I also go through pattern, or not patterns, but I go through you know, moments where I feel very uninspired and unmotivated. And I think that this was a season of trying to really grow in private and figure out things that I needed to figure out in order to come back and be better for not only you guys, but myself. So yeah, I just wanted to you know, make a quick disclaimer that I was not ignoring you guys. I was not going to leave you out high and dry and never come back to the podcast. I just needed some time to reconnect with God, reconnect with myself, and get to a healthier place mentally and emotionally because your girl was really going through it, okay? I was really going through it and I needed a second, you know? I felt like I had so many... um. Like, I felt like I had so many parts or, like, I don't know. I just, I felt like I had a lot of takers, you know? Like, I felt like I had a lot of energy drainers and, you know, besides being an entrepreneur, that's difficult in itself. Being a content creator can be very demanding at times and, you know, just with the type of friends and everything that I was surrounding myself with and the people that were in my life, I felt like they were giving or they were taking a lot more than they were giving, which was just, yeah, it just wasn't a fun time. I got really sick with COVID and I was down and out. I was bedridden. I was scared. I was going through it. It was like one of the worst sicknesses I think I've ever had. And yeah, I couldn't do anything. And so that kind of put me into a financial stress because if I don't work, I don't make money. And, you know, I don't have sick time or anything like that being an entrepreneur. So if I'm not up and working, I don't get the money. So, you know, I was just going through a lot of things financially, mentally, emotionally, and 
it wasn't something that I wanted to broadcast to the world until I figured out a solution for it. And I didn't want anybody feeling bad for me. I didn't want anybody, you know, just like pitying me. I don't need that. I just, I needed a second and I needed to reconnect with God and I needed to get back to me. And I just needed to figure some things out. So now I'm back. I'm better and I am ready to get into today's episode and I am ready to explain where I've been, explain what I've been up to and the darkness I felt like I was trying to figure out my way out of and yeah I'm just ready to share it with you guys. I know that some of you may be going through you know a time like this and that's what I'm here for and it was so funny because a little bit before I kind of fell into like my MIA mode I had you know I prayed and I was talking to God and I told him I was like you know, I really want to get more knowledgeable and expand my knowledge so that I'm able to connect with more people and really speak to people's like mind and souls and, you know, just I want my outreach to be bigger. And then uh, God delivered, you know, (laughs) like they say, you need to be careful with what you pray for because I definitely got what I prayed for and that was a wave of depression so that I can figure out how to get out of it and teach you guys. So obviously I'm going to connect with new people and if this is your first time tuning in or you are new here, welcome to Cut the Ship Podcast and yeah, let's get into today's episode. Alright guys, so as you know, if you've been listening to Cut the Shit, Um, I like to start my podcast episodes off with a quote that kind of ties into the episode. So this was the quote that I found and I want to share it with you guys. So it says, not all storms come to disrupt your life. Some come to clear your path. So as you know, I've been MIA. I've been missing in action. I went ghost on y'all. I'm sorry. I had to. Okay. (laughs) I had to give back to me. Um, But you know, one thing that I wanted to really mention is I think that going through this period of time where I needed to retract, it showed me a lot and I really did a lot of self-reflection and I also really paid attention to the people that were around me and who I was surrounding myself with. And I think that sometimes going into hermit mode or going into ghost mode and just going completely MIA, you know, going ghost from social media and, you know, just kind of falling off the face of the earth for a little bit, it'll really kind of show you the type of people you have around you, especially, you know, the people that you consider your friends. Um, I felt like I had a lot of people that didn't even really know or like realized that I had went missing and a lot of people didn't really even check up on me and I found that there were a few people who did sincerely care about you know okay where are you at are you good do you need anything I'm here if you need to talk and then I had a few people who would check up on me and then it was quickly followed by But anyway, so I'm going through this and I really need your advice. And honestly, I think this is one really big pet peeve of mine. Um, People are very selfish and I hate when people start off a conversation with 
with a fake ass how are you because they don't really care how you're doing they just want you know they want to slap that in front of the advice that they're needing from you and so they want to gift that box kind of prettier so they say how are you but in reality they need something from you and I think that that's like a really big pet peeve of mine I absolutely hate it and I notice it right away and it's just really bothersome because I find that a lot of people don't really understand that even though you are the strong friend and even though at times you can seem unbreakable or as though things don't bother you or like whatever you go through in your life, you know, you kind of get through and you don't really need anybody or whatever it is that this like perception of, you know, perception that people have of you it's not true I'm human I have feelings you know I go through things and it's nice to know that you have people around you that care and that see you you know they respect and they understand that you know while she is strong and I look up to her and you know in some ways you know your friends should be your own models right Um, But then also being able to be like, hey, I know you're strong in everything and I know that you'll get through it, but I just want to let you know that I see you and I'm your friend and if you need somebody to talk to, I'm sincerely here for you without needing anything in return. And I think that a lot of people lack being able to kind of put themselves in that position to be there for their strong friends because they're more of rocks for people and so... I think that a lot of strong friends can be forgotten about and I know that you are probably one of those people if you're listening to this uh, because I know I am. So yeah, I just kind of had to reassess who was around me and I had to burn bridges where they needed to be burned and I had to, you know, cut ties with people that were taking more than they were giving and being energy vampires and I had to put myself in a perspective of, okay, Z, like, this is where you're at in life. This is what you need out of people. You know, people have been benefiting you or benefiting off of you for so long, but now that you're really going through it tough, who can you really count on? Like, who is around you? And honestly, I really felt like the answer was me. And... I don't know I guess like I kind of took that really hard and it almost put me into like more of a depression because you know being somebody who grew up without mom or dad it's really hard sometimes and you forget that you matter because you're always kind of secluded and isolated and everybody's always like oh you got it you got it and I'm like bitch I'm dying like it's hard and it's not easy and I'm breaking a little bit and it would be nice to feel like I had people around me that got my back you know so it was just a lot of that going on and then I kind of felt like you know with being an entrepreneur and having a few businesses and then on top of that you know launching the one-on-one sessions and then content creating podcasting I felt like it was a lot of me like giving and giving and giving into these different departments of my life and you know with these one-on-one sessions 
Um, I love being there for you guys and I love listening to, you know, kind of you release a lot of that hurt and being able to talk to somebody that you feel like relates to you. Um, But I felt like when it came to that, I didn't set a boundary within myself of how much I could take in. And I felt like, you know, this is a whole different, I guess this is like a whole different level of my life. You know, like what, three years ago, two years ago, even a year ago, I never thought that I would be on a platform speaking to 46,000 people (laughs) and you know, having these podcast episodes where I'm now in, you know, a healthier place, being able to give advice to other people. And so, you know, with new levels comes new boundaries. And so I think that me being a newbie to all this, I'm having to learn how to set those boundaries. And I had to kind of slip and I had to fall into a little hole and get myself out of it to realize okay so to prevent that from happening again moving forward this needs to be where we draw the line so yeah I just had to set new boundaries and I think that I was really draining myself in just different departments and as a whole it caused me to stop really pouring back into myself and I felt like I was just pouring and pouring and pouring and pouring myself into different people, different things, different departments, and essentially it left me feeling very drained. And I think one thing that I really do need to work on is knowing when to fucking relax. I think that I have a really hard time knowing like where my limit is with myself and knowing okay like I've given as much as I can give without losing myself or draining myself now it's time for me to sit down relax pour back into myself and you know just love on me for a little bit so that is something that I really want to work on in 2020 because me draining myself to the point of falling into a depression and not being aligned you know mentally and emotionally is just it's really not fun and it's a really scary place because you don't know how long it's gonna last so yeah I mean I'm glad that I'm here now you know but at the same time you know that social media break was definitely a positive in my life I felt like it really allowed me to take a different lens and look at my life through a different scope because you know sometimes social media can cloud a lot of the things that are going on and I feel like we get so um I don't know I feel like we get so obsessed with the idea of hey look at this and hey look at that and life's so great and life's so beautiful and quote here and quote there that you know especially when you're going through you know a depress like a depression or you're in a really low place you don't want to see other people doing all of these great things all the time because then it makes you feel like a fuck up you know it makes you feel disappointed in yourself it makes you feel like you're not doing enough and you know, I was kind of going through that, you know, I was like, wow, I feel like everybody else around me is happy, and I don't know why I'm in such a fucked up space, and so, you know, that 
social media cleanse was definitely needed for me to put on a different lens in my life and learn how to actually be grateful for the things that were going on for me and how God was basically making a new formula for my life because I was no longer comparing myself and my own life to what was going on in other people's lives on social media. And let's keep in mind, social media is very fabricated. People only post the most amazing things about their lives and it's very easy to put up a picture and make everything look beautiful and make it look like it's just all fine and dandy and behind closed doors like shit can really be falling apart and you like you just never know so um yeah I just I felt like I needed to take a step back from social media and put on a different lens work on my own life realize the things around me that were beautiful realize the things that I needed to work on and you know there's a lot of freedom and truth you know once you get to a place of honesty with yourself and you really look in the mirror and you're like okay like I need to work on this and this and this it allows you a space to also feel more safe with yourself because you're able to be honest um so yeah that's what I was kind of going through behind you know closed doors and Through this process of being drained, I realized that my heart has no end, which is why I was explaining how I think, you know, this year, a really big goal of mine in 2020 is to really be able to set those boundaries and, you know, set time between what the world is taking from me versus what I'm pouring back into myself. And I think that I knew the importance, but I've never had it tested in this way. You know, like I mentioned, it's a whole new level, which is going to require you know, new boundaries. And I had to go under maintenance and I had to disconnect in order to reconnect. I had to pay actual attention to everyone who was around me. And, you know, like I said, the people who actually felt my absence and the people who didn't really give a fuck or even notice. Um, And I think it's really important to realize your real friends from surveillance cameras you know and I think this is another episode or this is like a topic for another episode but um, I think that one thing I really did notice while disconnecting was I was able to separate myself or separate my friends from my good friends that actually cared about me and then people who were just surveillance cameras just trying to be nosy about my life you know and I think that a lot of enemies like to keep really close to you to see what you're doing and they just want to be in the business at all times and your downfalls fuel them and make them feel better about themselves so yeah I just I felt like I had it I had to take a second to separate the two and I mean, I don't want no half-assed people involved in my life. I don't expect people to give exactly the amount I give because, you know, like I said, I feel like I don't really know boundaries when it comes to giving at times. And I felt like, I don't know, I know that I'm equipped to love hard and I know that my calling is to be a healer in some sense, but it's no longer going to be like an 80-20. <laughs> my standards are rising along with my sense of self-worth, you know, and I require more because as I'm working on myself, I'm becoming more aware of the fact that I actually deserve it. And 
you know, I don't need to be scared to disconnect. And I think that I had to let go of the fear to allow God to make his moves. And honestly, from the depth of my heart, I really believe that I needed to surrender in order for God to make room for the opportunities that he's made for me. And I don't think that I would be where I'm at. Well, no, it's not I don't think. I know that I wouldn't be where I'm at without allowing him the space to just do what he needed to do. And, you know, it, it, it's scary. It was scary to step away from social media because that was the main source of my income and it was how I marketed for my businesses and it was how I was making a living. And a part of me was like, you can't do that, you know, because of finances. But then the other side of me was, but it needs to be done for mentally, like mental purposes. And if you can't take a step back, you are going to lose everything because you're going to fall into a depression that is going to be way harder to get out of if you don't start now. So I had to surrender and I had to listen to what God was trying to bring me to and I had to allow him the space to do what he needed to do. And so, you know, without surrendering or without surrendering, without the fear, without the depression, without the sleepless nights, without the tears, without those lonely nights, like I wouldn't have, like I I wouldn't be here. And here is so important because it's happening for a divine reason and it's for a purpose on purpose and I'm blessed and I'm grateful and yeah I mean the biggest thing that I want you guys to take away from this episode is let go of the fear let go of the relationship that is burdening you let go of the friendships that are no longer serving you and I hate when I hear people say because uh, well we've been in friends for x amount of time and we have memories and I don't care about none of that you know if people aren't going to be there for you through your roughest patches and people are going to constantly be a form of negativity in your life and going to drain you more than they fuel you and you know be more of a a taker than a giver it doesn't matter the memories you've had it doesn't matter the length of the friendship a cut needs to be made and some ties need to be severed and some bridges need to be burned and I genuinely stand by that and you know like I had mentioned in my mastering detachment episode you are your biggest responsibility and you have to put yourself first and if you don't have people around you that are you know like you have to have like a an equal friendship or an equal relationship and it can't be just one side always draining you um you know they have to be willing to pour back into you if they genuinely love and respect you and so yeah, I really encourage you, you know, if you're dealing with people in your life that just tend to be energy vampires and just take and take and take and take and take and take and leave you feeling drained and lost, those are not your group of people. And by eliminating people like that in your life, you're allowing the room that you need for God to invite better people that are going to be on your level and that are going to understand your heart and have, you know, at least 
some type of the same personality, heart, whatever it is that you have so that it's more of an equal friendship or an equal relationship, you know? But if you hold on to these people, you can't, like, you, you don't have the room for God to invite those people into your life. And the people around you are so busy draining you at all times that you're not even going to have the energy to entertain those good people that are meant to be a part of your, you know, your journey, your life, your season, whatever it is. So, yeah, I just I want to encourage you to let it go. Let go and watch how everything falls into place, you know, surrender. Having blocks that you need to pull yourself through and realizing that you can't rush the process. You know, and I think that a lot of people get confused and think that life's journey is a light switch. And it's, I guess the main thing to keep in mind is growth is a journey. It's not a race, right? You can't just treat your elevation like a light switch. You can't just turn it on and then it's just there. Like, it takes time. But I think that there's so much beauty in that. You know, because eventually you're going to get to those mountaintops and you're going to be able to look down and be like, holy shit, like, look how far I've came. I remember when I was battling this episode of depression and I was battling this heartbreak and I was battling this fucked up friendship and I was going through it financially and I had some just really fucked up people in my life and the relationship with my mom, the relationship with my dad, the relationship with my family You know, like all of those things are going to be, you know, a part of your story, a part of your testimony, a part of what makes you so great. You know, I genuinely believe that everybody's story is different and some people go through, you know, the things that that you've gone through later on in life, you know, or they go through it in different ways and I think that it's important to just own our truth and be able to realize that everything that is happening to you is not, it's actually happening for you. You know, things that you go through in life are supposed to be a way for you to elevate and there's always something that you can take out of even the most fucked up situations and I know sometimes when you're in those situations, it can be really hard to you know, find the silver lining or find the positivity in it. But I promise you, um, you know, once that wave of emotion passes and you actually look at the situation for what it is, there is a reason why it happened and it just may take some time to realize it. But I can honestly say like some of the worst moments in my life and even just this like down moment I was going through in the moment, I was like, okay, why is this fucking happening? Like, I hate life right now. Why am I going through this? But I had to go through it in order to grow through it. And now that I'm able to, you know, finally be on top and be out of that, like, deep, dark hole, I'm looking in and I can see all the lessons that were surrounding it, you know? And it taught me a lot. 
and I think that it also gave me a different appreciation for different aspects of my life that I think that I wasn't being appreciative of before and I think that sometimes like God needs to like rock your foundation a little bit for you to realize how much you have to be grateful for because a lot of the times I think that we're guilty of not knowing what we have until we don't have it anymore And so I think that God had to scare me a little bit to be like, you know, you're being really fucking negative and you have all of these things to be grateful for and you need to cut the shit and you need to be grateful about even the smallest things because they're there and I love you and I equip you with all of this knowledge and I'm equipping you with these situations and I'm equipping you with these blessings and you're not even saying thank you. So, you know, I had to... I had to get humbled, so the Lord humbled me, okay, and, you know, I'm glad that it happened, and it'll happen for you, too, and one day you're going to be in awe of how far you came, and everything you've accomplished, and the hard times, that's what makes the destination so beautiful, and, you know, whoever it is I'm talking to right now, I really just want to share a note that I've written, and it says, You are so young. Enjoy your life. Be alone. Discover yourself. Meet yourself deeply so that you can meet others deeply. Know yourself so well that no one can tell you who you are. Romanticize your life. I don't care if you're just applying lotion on your body after a shower. Do that shit with intent. Do it with love. Be in the moment. Work on being present with yourself and catering to your needs. Your soul talks to you. You just have to be so in tune with yourself that you can hear what it's telling you. Stop being so obsessed with the idea of belonging to someone else that you forget you belong to yourself first. The type of relationship you have with yourself will dictate the type of relationship you have with another being. The more you nurture yourself, love yourself, and become healthy with you, the more you'll attract a relationship that mirrors that healthy relationship you have within don't let people dim your light and don't let people take your life away from you who are they nobody nobody worth draining you of something so precious like your life why should you stay broken and in a dark place mourning over someone who is leaving is leaving like why should you why should you mourn over someone who has left you happily. Don't be scared to cut those ties. Don't be scared to let go and move on. Holding on to something that is trying to tear itself from your hold, you are only going to leave yourself even more wounded. So let it go. Be free from that entrapment, that trauma and addiction has conditioned you to think life won't be okay after you've let go, but that's a lie. You will be fine. You've lived a beautiful life without this connection, and chances are you were probably happier before you met them. You have only one life to live, so live it for you. Do things that make you happy. Do things that elevate your spirit and get you closer to who you want to be. Small changes every day. That's what makes the difference. Baby steps. Don't feel pressured to make these tremendous strides. Take it one step at a time, and through consistency, you will progress. And this was something I wrote, you know, kind of going through like the dark moment. And I think that that was one thing that I realized while I was going through this. I expected 
to kind of just wake up one day and feel better and I'm like oh maybe I'm just having a day and then a day turned into maybe I'm just having a week and then the week turned in uh maybe I'm just having a bad month but I fail to realize that until I start putting in the work I'm not going to feel better and it was a really hard moment to pull myself out of and I think what helped me is when I realized baby steps are essential and I think that a lot of people think that life is about these big strides or these big changes but it's really just a whole bunch of baby steps and a whole bunch of you know minor changes that end up being essential and being a huge difference over time and you know if you are like me and you're going through you know a hard moment like me or like I was I want you to realize that it's all about the baby steps okay so studying setting your alarm for maybe I don't know 30 minutes earlier just to wake up and get a few more things done you know, or it could be starting to eat a little bit more healthy, um, you know, taking your time in the shower when you're showering, just really like cater to yourself and just be in the moment. Don't be thinking about rent. Don't be thinking about that one guy that broke your heart. Don't think about these fucked up friends. Don't think about any situation that's, you know, stressing you out. Just try to be one with yourself, you know. Even like I mentioned, you know, putting on lotion and, you know, just doing everything with the intent of just being in the moment with yourself. Look at yourself in the mirror, say three things nice, you know, three things about yourself that you really like. It could be something really small. It doesn't matter. Anything. It could be the way your eyebrows look today. It could be how soft your skin feels. It can be about something you accomplished earlier in the week. It could be a situation that you feel like you handled better than your old self would have. Anything. Just be in the moment. Speak nicely to yourself. And, you know, I think just making those baby steps each day like I did, like, I started waking up earlier. I changed my diet in order to help me get motivated to get into the gym more. And, you know, from there, I started looking at my life instead of, I guess, instead of looking at it through a scope of, well, this and this and this and this and this and this and this this is wrong. And I hate this and this and this and this and this and this, like I was. I tried to change the way that I was thinking and I started looking at things as, okay, this is a problem and I'm not comfortable with this right now and this is stressing me out, so what is the solution for it? And then if I couldn't have a solution for it in that very moment, I let it go. And I'm like, okay, well, am I doing my best right now? Did I you know, do something to help that situation get better? And did I do all that I could in my power? Yes. Okay. Well then let it go and give it to God. And that was a lot of what I was going through. I think that a lot of things that were going on in my life were very uncontrollable. And I think that I realized I have a really big problem with control. (laughs) And I think that 
I like to kind of be in control of every situation in my life and I don't like to feel powerless. And so with having that sense of responsibility over things that I can't always control, a lot of the times it stresses me out more than it needs to. And I had to learn how to distinguish the things that I was fully capable of recreating and finding a solution for and changing the narrative for versus the things that were out of my control and I had to give to God and surrender those things to him so that he can figure it out for me and show me what I needed to see in order to, I guess, trust him more. You know, like sometimes I think that God kind of scares us a little bit and I think that there were moments where I was like uh okay God like I really believe in you and I love you and all but uh this is looking real fucking scary right now like what are we doing because I'm scared and I had to go through those moments of being really fucking afraid of what's gonna happen next and not knowing how this situation was going to get figured out but I was like, you know what? He's never failed me before and I've prayed about what's going on. He's fully aware of what's going on. I've talked to him about how I feel about it. I've prayed about it. I've, you know, done all I can do. And now all that's left is to just surrender and put it in his hands. And he's never failed me before. So why would he do it now? You know, I'm here and everything that I have is because of him and he's not going to forget about me. And he's going to deliver when God sees it fit. And sometimes he'll pull through at the very last second just to show you, yeah, you see how much you doubted me and you see how much you were worried about something that I, you know, I've been figured out all along and I knew was going to happen all along. And, you know, going through these situations where I really felt powerless and I had no, like I had no choice to you know, but to surrender, I realized, wow, okay, like, he really, he got it, like, he really does, he really, really does, and I was scared, I was really scared, I was like, oh my gosh, like, I don't know, like, I don't know what's gonna happen with the situation, like, I really don't know how it's gonna get figured out, but I'm gonna leave it to him, and very last second, what did he do? He delivered, and You know, I just feel like with that, I really learned and you know what, I'm still learning because I'm not perfect, but I'm learning how to ease up on the sense of control I have in my life and I'm learning how to, you know, receive the things that are meant for me to receive and work on and be in charge of and then I'm working on separating those things from you know, the part of me that just needs to have faith and surrender to allow God to make the moves that he sees fit in my life. And so, yeah, I'm grateful for that lesson. And it was something that needed to happen. And I think that I had to get to a space of being scared to put a fire under my ass and It was crazy because I felt like once I surrendered and once I took responsibility for the things in my life that I had the power to change, it really showed me how capable I am of making my life better, if that makes sense. And 
I think that a lot of us can let a lot of outside factors taint our view and make us feel powerless, but it's just that that specific situation is not meant for our focus right now. And so I think that sometimes God tries to redirect your vision and put your vision towards the things that you are capable of changing and push those things that you are not in control of at the moment for him to work on so that you can divert your focus into the things that he needs you to fulfill and work on at the moment. So I think that you know, being able to really cultivate things in your life and fix the things that you're unhappy about and have the control over fixing and not ignoring but surrendering those parts of you that can't be fixed by you right now really makes a difference. And, you know, not allowing extra stress into your life that doesn't need to be there. So I think that a lot of this... A lot like this season for me was a lot of okay let go and let God and I'm really happy I did it you know I'm really happy that I got through it and I think that it equipped me with things that I'm going to need later on in my life and I'm thankful for you know this dark time because it helped me really pull myself out and realize how worthy I am and it made me realize okay I've le- I've reached like a whole new level of my life and it's time for me to start setting new boundaries and also setting new expectations of the people around me and also myself so I think that you know as of right now I'm working on a lot of bad habits that I have and being able to be honest with myself about exactly what they are and figuring out how they're going to be worked on and how I'm going to move forward. Um, you know, my main my main focus in life is always elevating. I feel like even the people who are at the most successful point in their life always have room for improvement and I never want to stop elevating and I always want to learn new things. I always want to be teachable. I always want to be in a position to be better for the people around me and myself. And I think by allowing my like I think by allowing God into my life in different ways and now creating this new bond with him because of how much he pulled through for me and how much he blessed me with during such a rainy season um, is going to be what I need for this next step in my life and you know a lot of the times I feel like we need to go through these down moments in order to really 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 appreciate the blessings that are trying to invite themselves in and you know the blessings that God is trying to invite into your life so I think that I needed that rainy season and I needed that step back from everything to just really get in tune with myself and what life was asking of me and what God needed from me so yeah if you're going through you know the same thing that I was going through and you're at a point in your life where you feel kind of lost and you feel like you don't really have a sense of direction and you just feel uninspired unmotivated you know I want you to know that this is just a season and you know my season lasted like a month and a half and it was really difficult and I didn't know what to do and I didn't know 
when it was going to end, but now that I've come out the other side of it and, you know, I feel a lot more mentally healthy, I want to shed light on the fact that even though I have a podcast and even though I have this great platform, you know, I go through things just like you and I'm not perfect, you know, I just have gone through a lot of my like trials and have been able to pull myself out of it in order to be in a position to share my story with you and I'm not perfect I fuck up I make mistakes like everybody else and I do things that I'm not always proud of and I feel like sometimes I'm not always in my right mind and a lot of the times I'm wrong and I'm fully aware of that and I'm fully you know, in a mode of just really trying to work on myself and better myself every day. And I'm always asking God for forgiveness and God to teach me, you know, where I lack. And, you know, I want you guys to know that. Like, I don't want my platform to make anybody feel like, oh, well, she's so perfect and she has it figured out. I fucking don't. I promise you, I really don't. Like, if I had a reality TV show, like, you guys would realize just how fucked up my life is on a daily basis. But, you know, I just remain positive and I remain strong in my faith and I really just try to, like, thug it out, honestly. And I just roll with the punches and I just try to be as positive as I can be and I try to let go of what is not my burden and let go of things that I cannot control and give it to God and I'm working on my dynamic and my relationship with God so that I can be more at peace and I'm learning to love myself and know my worth so that I can expect different things out of different people and know what is meant for me and what is meant for me to let go of. So I want to remind you of that. I never want my platform to make you feel as though you are in a space in your life that, oh, I'm lost, I'm not good enough, I'm not this, and I want to be like her, or I want to be like him, or I want to be like this person or that person or that person. Don't compare yourself, you know? At the end of the day, we all have our own stories, and we are all just trying to get through this journey called life and you know my situation is going to look different from your situation and your situation is going to look different than the person next to you situation and no one is better than anyone else and you are loved you are important and you will get through it you know just just keep on just keep on going keep on having faith keep on loving yourself and be patient like I said you know it's not it's not a race and it's not you know this journey isn't something that's just going to be a one-way street all the time sometimes you need to make a a u-turn sometimes you might need to spin the block sometimes you know like there's detours and you know life might need to you know, kind of reel you back a little bit for you to maybe relearn a lesson that you forgot so that you can get catapulted into something beautiful. So don't forget that, you know, life can sometimes feel like you've taken 10 steps forward and 35 steps back. But I promise you, it's all muscle memory. It's all, 
you know, a part of the journey. It's a part of your story and everything is meant to happen for a reason, even though it might seem very frustrating and you might feel very low and, you know, life just isn't always consistent. So remain positive and remain true to yourself and never be scared to look at the mirror and be honest with you because that's a part of self-love is being able to self-reflect and be honest about the parts of you that are not so pretty and that you need to work on you know taking responsibility you know this this podcast is called cut the shit so cutting the shit with yourself and being able to be truthful and honest about the parts of you that need improvement and not being scared to own even those parts of you and you know whoever keeps holding those things against you whoever keeps bringing that ugly out you know out of you whoever keeps being negative about whatever you got going on in your life or keeps doubting you fuck them you know what I'm saying like just keep moving forward and keep being true to you and at the end of the day like you know what's up God know what's up and that's all that really matters you know so This next portion of Cut the Shit is going to be the advice segment. So I'm going to read a few emails that I have received over the course of me being away. (laughs) Um, And I'm really excited to get into this advice segment. So let's get into it. All right, you guys. So the first email that I received says, Hi, after listening to episode six, Karma said she'll be with you shortly. I gave it a lot of thought to push karma and spill the tea and tell certain people who my baby daddy is. For a while, I kept quiet and didn't tell people who my daughter's father was. He hasn't told anyone because he is ashamed. His words, not mine. We no longer talk because he's more worried about what people might think of him. His new girlfriend, co-worker, doesn't know either and he doesn't want to tell her because he isn't going to sabotage his relationship again his words not mine we stopped talking in december after he used those words i told him to forget he has a daughter and that i wish him the best after these past three months i feel anger how is it fair for me to tell people the truth while he gets to live his life like nothing happened should i spill the tea to certain people to sabotage his relationship and ruin his perfect image Okay, so first things first, I want to say I'm sorry. I'm sorry that you're going through that because I can't imagine how hard it is to, you know, create a life and go through all the changes that women go through during pregnancy and thereafter and labor and, you know, all of that stuff. So, I'm sorry that you're going through that and you know I hope that you have people around you that really love you and support you um, through this time but I think the biggest key here is you said that you listened to episode six karma said she'll be with you shortly and this email kind of makes me feel like you need to re-listen to the episode um, because I said in that episode to not worry about getting even with somebody and at the end of the day you have to realize that God sees everything that everyone does and people reap what they sow in due time and even though 
it may seem like oh he's so happy and oh he doesn't want to sabotage the relationship he's in now and he just seems so happy and he's living his life and I'm here picking up the pieces and all that stuff at the end of the day it is not your decision on when he receives what is meant for him for everything that he's done to you and now to his daughter um I feel like at this point you're trying to play God and I think you need to kind of step back and put into perspective who is it that you want to be what type of woman and what type of mother do you want to be and I think that If you really, really think about that and think about the woman that you want to be in five years, what would she do in this situation? I don't think that she would sit here and concern herself with a relationship that probably isn't going to work out for him anyways, because if he's a liar and he's a manipulator, which kind of seems like it from the email, and he seems like he's a very selfish person, um that relationship isn't going to work out for him anyways so why should it be your space to spill the tea and I don't really think that that's spilling tea I think that it's almost going to be more of a form of embarrassment for you because whatever it is that he says about you I mean I'm sure you know how men are oh she was crazy and she's obsessive and she's this and she's that and you're only proving him right so why would you give him the power to back up his dumb ass perception of you and what he tells people about you and do what's gonna prove him right The best thing that you can do is put all that energy that you want to put into spilling the tea and put that into yourself and into your daughter. Like at the end of the day, he's going to do whatever he wants to do. And if you spill the tea about this relationship, guess what? He's just going to be in another one in a few months. So it's not worth it. It's not worth the drama. It's not worth the negative energy. It's not worth the time it's going to take. It's just not worth it. You don't need to reveal somebody's true colors. You just need to see their true colors and walk away from the situation. And if he doesn't want to be a part of his daughter's life, then fuck him. You know, at the end of the day, I think that there were certain parts of my childhood and, you know, my dad not wanting to be a part of my life. And I think that In hindsight, it gave me a different level of respect and appreciation for my mom. And so I think that you need to do what's best for you and your daughter right now, which would be to leave it alone and letting God handle it. And I know that at times it can seem very frustrating, but you spilling the tea is not going to do anything but cause more drama in your life that you don't need and it's going to take time and attention away from your daughter and it's going to drain you from or it's going to drain you of energy that you could be pouring into yourself and her so my advice would be to leave it alone it's not worth it and you know I'm sorry that you're going through what you're going through and I'm sending love and light your way and I really hope that you take the advice I'm giving you because 
I've spilled the tea before and I know people who have spilled the tea before and I promise you it does nothing but make you feel shitty. All right, y'all. So the next email says difficulty and moving on. I found out my boyfriend has been cheating on me. I left him. Five months later, we started talking again, but he seemed distant. After some time, he finally told me the truth that he got someone pregnant, his colleague. He blames me for it, saying that if I hadn't left, none of this would have happened, so I shouldn't so I should have stayed and worked on our issues. Oh my god, this man is a psycho. He lied to me that they are not together anymore, but turns out that they are. After confronting him about it, he cut me off saying that I'm full of drama. This happened two weeks ago and since I've fallen into a depression. I don't feel like doing anything. I think way too much and I find comfort in eating junk food. I feel like I'm losing myself and I'm very worried about myself. Please help. All right, girl, I need you to let it go. I know that it's hard. I know that it sucks. And I know that having somebody shift the blame and almost make you feel like you're the villain in a horrible situation that they've created and gaslight you into thinking that you're the problem. I know it's hard. But the biggest thing that I've learned in being in situations like this where I've been gaslighted into thinking that I was the villain, I think that it's important to be in a position to let it go and remember who the fuck you are. Um, I think that a lot of us in narcissistic relationships forget who we are and we allow the space for somebody else to tell us who we are. And so I want you to realize that there is a very big silver lining in this relationship because you shouldn't be with anybody who currently has somebody else pregnant and trying to blame you for getting somebody else pregnant because you basically should have stayed in the relationship and allowed him to do whatever it was he wanted and worked out the issues with him so that he wouldn't have got her pregnant. That sounds really ridiculous. So why are you feeling bad? Why are you allowing somebody the space to tell you that you are wrong when you can clearly see it plain as day that he's wrong he went and got somebody else pregnant and then tried to blame the pregnancy on you even though he was the one that laid down with her and decided to get her pregnant but it's your fault because you should have stayed and worked on our issues basically he's saying You should have stayed and let me abuse you and I wouldn't have gotten her pregnant. That sounds ridiculous. Girlfriend, that's not... mm, I don't like that. I really don't fucking like that. That does not make no fucking sense and he can go to hell. Like, what do you mean? What do you mean? No, 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 no. I don't like that and that's complete bullshit and that's a complete, like, form of gaslighting And I know you feel bad and I know it's hard and I know you probably had great memories with this person. I mean, at least some point, you know, in your head, I feel like you love him, even though as we've discussed on episode four, this is not love. This is a full form, like a full blown um, attachment. 
I think that you've grown a really unhealthy attachment to this guy and I think that it's time to mourn the it's not even it's not a loss though I guess it's to mourn you know his his um his absence um because it's definitely not a loss and I think that as time passes by and you do get through this because you will um you're gonna realize what a blessing this actually was because why would you want to be in a relationship with somebody who gaslights you into thinking that something like this is your fault um he's a grown man and he needs to take responsibility over the fact that he got somebody else pregnant and he also needs to take responsibility over the fact that he was not doing his part in the relationship which is why you left in the first place and he can go fuck himself like what do you mean it's my fault that you got somebody else pregnant yeah I don't like that and I'm sorry you're going through this and I think that it's just really important for you to get back to yourself right now and girl I know what it's like to eat junk food out of depression I think all of us ladies want to grab the tub of ice cream when we're really going through it or the wine bottle or whatever it is that brings us comfort Um, and I want you to allow yourself time to feel upset and feel sad because you need to mourn you know at the end of the day like this was a relationship that you obviously wanted to work out but it didn't and I genuinely believe that it was for your greater good but of course when you're you know kind of blinded by what you think is love it might not feel that way um but again this did happen for your greater good and I want you to allow your like yourself the time and the space to grieve and be upset um I don't want you to sweep it under the rug and act like it doesn't bother you because it's completely normal that it does and it should because it's a really upsetting situation um but then I want you to journal how you feel. I want you to think about who you want to be in the next year, next two years, next three years. Who is this future you that you want to be? What does this future woman look like? What does she dress like? What does she act like? What type of relationship is she in? What's her career? You know, how does she carry herself? What type of friends does she have around her? You know, what type of home does she live in? What is she accomplishing? I want you to get very detailed with who you want to be in the future. And I think that as you write this down, you're going to realize that that woman that you want to elevate to does not have any space in her life for a fucking idiot like him. So, yeah, I think that you that's one thing that I I really um, I really suggest that you take the time to do and, you know, also just do things that make you feel good you know some days you're gonna feel like it's really hard to get out of bed because you're depressed and other days you're gonna feel somewhat normal other days you'll be happy he's gone other days you'll feel depressed that he's gone you know it's kind of an up and down roller coaster when you're going through a breakup but I want you to stick to your reins and I want you to understand that you are not wrong in this situation and it's not your fault okay All right, you guys, those are the two emails that I'm going to include for this podcast episode because it's getting a little long, Um, but I will be doing an advice segment in the next episode as well, and I'll include some of the emails that were sent to me, and if you guys 
have any emails that you want to send to me and you know you need any advice about a situation that you're currently going through do not hesitate to send me an email and the email link is going to be in my instagram bio i'm gonna go ahead and i'm going to put my ig handle in the description box of this episode so if you are interested in sending me an email you can go ahead and do that I also want to mention that I do, I'm still doing the one-on-one sessions, so if you are interested in booking one with me, please DM me on my Instagram page, and we'll get you booked, and yeah, we have now reached the end of the podcast episode. I want to thank everyone who's gotten this far, and I want to give you a big virtual hug and tell you thank you for tuning in. I want to thank everyone for being so patient with me on this new episode of Cut the Shit. I know I've been away for a while, and I can't promise you that it won't happen again, but just know that I'm never just going to go ghost on you guys, that I'm going through things behind the scenes that I need to figure out so that I can have some real tea and some real shit on this podcast. And yeah, I will catch you next time. Bye. Cut the